It's time for a wellness revolution. Brought to you by Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. Honest discussion on maintaining health and wellness naturally to enjoy a better quality of life. He's the doctor fighting to let you keep your doctor. Now, Dr. Stephen Hotsi. Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution podcast is brought to you by Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsi Pharmacy. Welcome to Dr. Hotsi's Wellness Revolution. I'm Stacey Banfield here with Dr. Stephen Hotsi, founder of the Hotsi Health and Wellness Center. We've got such a treat for you today. We have our very own Monica Ludicky here with us. We also refer to her as the Keto Queen, and she is going to talk about all things keto today. So here is Dr. Hotsi and Monica Ludicky. Thank you, Stacy, and thank each one of you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. Now, are some of you experiencing extreme sugar cravings, carbohydrate cravings that satisfy you, but two or three hours later you find yourself craving those same items you just ate? I have with us today the president of our organization, Monica Ludicky. And Monica has set up a wonderful organization to help you overcome the sugar cravings and carbohydrate cravings you may have. She set up the Hotsi Keto Club. And today we're going to talk about a ketogenic eating program and how that can help you in a number of different ways. It can help you lose weight. It can help you control your blood sugar, particularly if you're diabetic. It can sharpen your mental focus. It can help you increase your energy. It can control your appetite, lower your cholesterol levels. Now listen to this. We're going to eat uh, ketogenically, and we're going to talk about what that means. But it's going to lower your cholesterol level, lower your blood pressure, and lower your insulin resistance. And it's going to help you gain energy vitality, and enthusiasm for life. So, Monica, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Why don't you, uh, let me give a little background first about what ketogenic eating program is, and then I'm going to have Monica talk about the Hotsi Keto Club and and give her personal experience about about, uh, eating ketogenically. What are ketones? Well, ketones are molecules that are formed in the human in the human body from fat cells. When fat cells are broken down, they break into they break into two different molecules. One ketones and secondly, glycerol. Ketones, there are three main ketones that the body produces from fat. Acetoacetate, beta-hydroxybutyrate, and acetone. The the first Ketone produces acetoacetate. Now, a ketone is three carbon molecules hooked together, one having a double bond to oxygen, the other having um, hydrogen atoms on it, and this is called a ketone. So acetoacetate is the first ketone. It breaks down into beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is the primary ketone that circulates in the body. Now, this doesn't happen unless you eliminate sugar, and simple carbohydrates. What are ketones and what is sugar used for in the body? It's used to produce energy. The energy production in your body occurs within your cells. Your cells contain power plants. The power plants are called mitochondria. And those mitochondria take the nutrients from the body, including glucose, 
They absorb the hormones that your body produces and vitamins and minerals. And inside these mitochondria or the power plants, electrical energy is produced. And that electrical energy that's produced is transmitted to the other portion of the cells where biochemical reactions occur. And that is what fuels the biochemical reaction. So you're really a bundle of electricity. Most people, as they age, because of poor eating habits, declining hormones, not getting the right number of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, and not exercising, make low levels of energy. You're a low-voltage individual. And what, what are a sign of a low-voltage individual? Low energy, difficulty with weight, low body temperature. Maybe you have cold sensitivity. You don't think clearly. you got brain fog. You don't sleep well. You get body muscle aches and pains. You maybe have sluggish bowel functions. You get recurrent and chronic infections. You're puffy. You're pasty. Your hair is falling out of your women. And you just don't feel good. Your romantic moods and inclinations are gone. And you just feel sick and tired. And that's what happens as people age. And they, and it can be easily corrected. And the primary way to correct and the foundation of all correction in, in regaining your health and your vitality and your energy and enthusiasm for life is your eating program. That's the foundation of good health. And the way to be healthy is to eat a high-fat eating program, and that's what a keto program does, and the elimination of your simple carbohydrates. What does that mean? Wheat and grain products, all of which are starches. Starches are sugar molecules hooked together. When they break down, they produce sugar. Potatoes, rice, and corn, all these are starches. Starches produce sugar. Sugar is highly inflammatory. And if, you, if your body's working and burning sugar in the mitochondria and in, within your cells for energy, you get a quick burst of energy, and then you get a rapid decline because your sugar levels go up, and then they go down, and you find yourself having these hunger attacks. Some people call them hangry attacks. <laughs> that go on because you're not eating correctly. You're, you're, you're burning fast burning fuel. Now, if you want to have a better and more efficient energy production in your body, you want to burn ketones. So what you do is you eliminate your simple carbohydrates and sugar and fruit because fruit is fructose and that's converted to sugar. You eliminate these completely from your life. You don't, you don't put them in your mouth at all. And then your body begins to break down fat in your body. And what do you eat? You eat fat, about 70% good fat. That would be eggs, butter, cheeses, hard cheeses, avocados, nuts, good oils like fish oil, olive oil, um, coconut oil, which contains mid-chain triglycerides, which are quickly broke down into ketone, broken down into ketones. And then your, if you eat this way with... Um, uh, green vegetables and green salads, and a small amount of meat, maybe four ounces at the most, because too much meat will get converted to sugar. So if you eat this way, what happens is you get these benefits. You get weight loss, lower blood sugar. This is very important for to prevent diabetes and to cure diabetes. You get your mental focus back. Your energy comes up. You're, you have appetite control because fat burns slow and very efficiently, and it satiates the brain. It causes the stomach to produce a hormone that makes the brain satisfied and filled up so it's not hungry all the time. And it also 
uh, by eliminating the simple carbohydrates, which are very addictive because sugar is a very highly addictive substance, and the, and the gliadin that's in wheat is a highly addictive substance in the brain. And once you eliminate that, uh, then you don't have the sugar highs and the sugar, sugar lows. You don't have the cravings anymore because now your body's burning efficiently using ketones, which are broken down from fat in your body. So you get that wonderful weight loss, lower cholesterol. As you lower your body weight, your blood pressure is going to come down nicely. And your insulin resistance is going to come down. Your insulin level is going to fall. And that's very, very important for long-term good health. Remember, the sugar from the uh, simple carbohydrates is highly inflammatory. And inflammation is what causes heart disease, kidney disorders, dementia as you get older, Alzheimer's disease. All these are caused by a high inflammatory response to sugar. And besides that, we have other things in the environment that also cause inflammation. The petrochemicals that are in the foods we eat and what we drink, what you, the lotions you slather on your body, what you're breathing in the air, metals in the environment like mercury and lead and cadmium and aluminum, all these are highly inflammatory. And then, of course, uh, what's also very highly inflammatory is the sugars. And whenever you have infections, you have inflammation in the body. So the whole goal is to get the inflammation down in your body by eating the right foods and by in, and then increasing the energy level within your power plants, the mitochondria, by putting in the right fuel. And the right fuel would be ketones. You want to burn your fat. And this is the way we, this is what we recommend at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. And a real advocate of this is Monica Ludicky, who's been the president of the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center and Hotsey Enterprises since 2008. And tell us about, as you grew up, and she's been with us now, Monica and I have been working together now for 29, she grew up here. (laughs) She's worked here 29 years. So she knows our system and knows every, she knows, I like to say she knows we're all the bodies are buried and where the shovels are. She knows all the good, bad, and ugly here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center because she's lived through it all. But she's been a wonderful leader, a wonderful example to our team. So tell us about your experience with what your eating program had been like over your lifetime sure. and what, how you ended up adopting a ketogenic program and what kind of difference that's made. And then tell us about the Hotsey Keto Club. Okay. Well, like you, I was raised on... Uh, food as a means of celebration, not just as a means of fuel. As a matter of fact, I don't think I ever thought of food as fuel until I started working here. So lots of bread, lots of baked goods, lots of sugar. Uh, I recently told one of the girls, one of the ways my husband would demonstrate his care and affection for me would be to make sure that every place that I went in our home had a ready supply of malted milk balls or uh, red hot candy, something like that. I was really addicted to the quick, like that quick burst of pleasure that you can get from eating anything that converts to sugar. And if it's already sugar, even better. Uh, Chocolate also very, very important in my life growing up. So lots of baked goods. Then fast forward to Hootsie Health and Wellness Center. We have an eating program here for health called the Yeast Free Eating Program, and I believe I worked here for more than 10 years before I finally decided that I could eat yeast-free, at least for the 30 days that you recommended. 
So I tried that not once, not twice, but three times before I ever made it 30 days, and I was miserable. Now, most people may not have that response to a yeast-free eating program, but I seriously was addicted to carbohydrates. And so for me, uh, eating yeast-free meant not only giving up bread and sugar, but it meant giving up cheese. And let me just digress for a moment and say, with the keto eating program, cheese is your friend. At least it's my friend. If you don't have an allergy to dairy, then you will love all things keto. So, but I did it. I took three tries over you know, a number of years, but I finally made it to 30 days of eating yeast-free. And by the time you get to that point, you do feel really well. And I did, I, I mean, I can remember getting up in a staff meeting and really advocating for, and I know you remember that too, really advocating for the yeast-free style of eating. For me, it is not a sustainable eating lifestyle because it is more restrictive <laughs> than I can tolerate. I do love everything that you do get to eat with yeast-free, but it doesn't have the same impact in terms of keeping your blood sugar stable. And so I would still have these crashes, these hang- these periods of hangriness. And Dr. Hotsey can tell you, really, I am such a nice person, but not when I feel hangry. <laughs> okay, so in and out of yeast-free, kind of like being in a treatment program over the years. My son had been starting to launch a program where he coached individuals to better health through nutrition and he needed some test subjects in his program a few I guess it's been about two years ago now and uh, he was he was was promoting a ketogenic he was promoting a ketogenic eating program honestly the whole family myself included (laughs) even though we had started talking about this here I still was very skeptical of that as an eating program because this whole concept of high fat is foreign to somebody who's in her late 50s now and has been raised on this idea that low fat is the way to go. Fruits, vegetables, lean protein, that's the limit. Those are the acceptable guidelines. And so I was wanting to support him, and I knew I'd get this added value benefit of aligning myself with the current uh, belief system in the medical practice here but I also did it kind of holding my nose pinching my nose thinking oh can I really eat so much fat for such a period of time and my son said mom you can do anything for 21 days just try it at the end of 21 days if you don't like it you can go back to what you've been doing because you're basically you look like a healthy person you've got good energy and I, I just need a little help to launch my program so course that's what I did and the uh, so my husband aligned himself with it too which makes it a lot easier when you have two people in the household eating this way big departure from the chips the tortillas the you know snacks on a constant basis but we did it and the whole time for 21 days I was thinking to myself well this is not so bad I feel satiated I feel happy because I can have cheese I um, struggled a bit to get the amount of fat into my daily eating program that was required it's about 70 to 75 percent of all your calories coming from fat but uh, 
I did it with the idea that at day 22, I would go back to my former eating plan and just be a little bit more balanced in the amount of carbs that I put in, which I did. Day 22 came. I said, well, here's how I felt on this eating style. I lost a bunch of weight, I, and I did not need to lose weight, but I did lose about nine pounds in 21 days. And so I looked a little wayfish, and I was grateful to be able to add carbs back in. And I quickly felt horrible. Like within two to three days, I can remember having a conversation with Dr. Hotze and saying, I can't believe it, but I seriously feel sluggish. I feel tired. I started having like heartburn symptoms again, which were completely gone for the entire 21 days of keto. And I said, do you think it would be healthy for me to go back and eat that way? I mean, it's so much fat and it's really not a lot of vegetables, no fruit, not a lot of vegetables except for green vegetables and really not very much protein either. And you said, yeah, sure. Why wouldn't you? If it's healthy, it's what we, you know, it's what we uh, currently think is the best way to eat. And so I did. I started eating that way, adopting that way as a lifestyle. My son was and is over the moon that there's one other person in the family that really believes strongly about eating ketogenically as uh, a way to keep healthy and well for your whole life. And uh, Dr. Hotze, I think, has become a staunch advocate of this program because he's seen even his most addicted staff member in terms of carbohydrates has been able to say no to sugar and no to wheat and no to baked goods. You've been on ketogenic eating program now for how long? It's a full year and a half. And, um, which is really remarkable. And it's really a testament to the eating program because I'm going to tell you, Monica, I mean, she had to get, I mean, lunch, if it got to one o'clock and we were supposed to have gone out to lunch and we weren't, I mean, she went, look, I've got to get out of here. I've got to eat. And she was mad. I mean, she wasn't just, she was flat mad. I'm hungry. I want to eat. Oh, I couldn't think. I mean, my brain, like my brain could only focus as far as my stomach at that point. And I would feel headachey and shaky and, and kind of jittery. That's the addiction to sugar. When you have a simple carbohydrate diet, and let me just tell you, coming off of it, it can take you you know, three days minimal to a week when you eliminate, you feel bad. You get, did you, when you started on it, how long did it take you to break through that and when start to feel good on the ketogenic eating program? Yes. I'm glad you brought that up. So at about day four of eating primarily fat for fuel, uh, I was prepared for this. So I knew what was happening, but it does, you do feel like you're on the verge of getting the flu. So achy, headachy, lethargic, not a lot of uh, get up and go to start the day. But that's something that happens to everybody as their body is adapting uh, away Away from from carbohydrates as a source of fuel and into like that's literally the sign, the physical sign that you can know your body is actually flipping the switch. And that's the ketones, you know, it's just. That you're starting to burn ketones rather than sugar. Listen, I like to describe it like this. If my wife, Janie, said to me during the winter, honey, why don't you get a fire started in the fireplace? And I went, okay, great. Go give me the newspaper. And I start throwing newspaper into the fire and it burns up again. I need some more newspaper and throw it in. It burns up real quick. 
newspapers like sugar. Burns up real quick. Got to have some more. And then Janie would say, honey, why don't you just get some logs? Throw the logs on the fire. They'll burn slow because we don't have enough paper to keep this thing going. And that's what the ketones and fats are like. When you burn fat for fuel, which is the, and you break that fat down into ketones, you use that uh, fat for fuel. It burns slow like a log on a fireplace. That's what you need to think about. And it's much more efficient. It gives you a constant heat and energy over a long period, a much longer period of time than sugar does. So you hear about these people that are having these sugar, they come, well, I'm hypoglycemic. Well, they're hypoglycemic because, which means they get low sugar because they're they're eating a high carbohydrate diet and getting high sugar, and then the sugar drops up and down, up and down, and they're constantly eating. And what happens then, your, your, your pancreas produces high levels of insulin trying to drive the sugar into the cells and the cells become insulin resistant and insulin in the body doesn't like sugar at high levels in the blood. So it drives the sugar into fat. That's why people get fat. 70% of the calories eaten by Americans come from simple carbohydrates. That's right. 70%. And we're telling you that you should have no more than 5% of your calories coming from simple carbs. Now, this goes against all that conventional medicine has taught for the last 50 or 60 years. You know, they started back in the 60s saying, go on a low-fat diet. We can stop heart disease. Well, we haven't stopped, uh, haven't, haven't stopped heart disease. In fact, we have, it's the leading cause of death amongst America, among Americans is heart disease. It's caused by inflammation in the coronary arteries and other arteries of our body leading to heart disease and cardiovascular disease, strokes and, and kidney disorders. Uh, among others, simply because we have a high inflammatory diet, and the diet is high in sugar, simple carb and simple carbs that are converted to sugar. That's highly inflammatory. And so, what's happened? We've seen as we, as Americans, were told by the medical community, by the diabetic society, by the heart association, by the government, eat a lot of grain products and don't eat any fat. Well, when you eat a lot of grains, grains are simply simple carbohydrates, starches that break down into sugar. So we can't get, can you imagine telling a diabetic, eat a lot of grains, make sure you eat a lot of fruit? That just keeps their sugar high and uh, causes them to get gain weight and to get high blood pressure and heart disease and all the problems that are attended when you have a high sugar level. But that sugar in your blood it's bound up to various proteins in the body, and it causes causes disease in the organs because it diseases the blood vessels. And, and diabetics have a terrible problem with cardiovascular disease, poor peripheral circulation, kidney disorders, uh, aneurysm. I'm sorry, uh, strokes, and and then dementia and Alzheimer's disease. All these are associated with obesity and diabetes and and they get high blood pressure on top of that. So they, all these people end up getting on a pot full of drugs. You know, they get on drugs for their diabetes, for their blood pressure. They get on drugs for their heart, drugs for their kidneys, for their joint and muscle aches and pains. Then they give them drugs for sleep. They give them drugs because they think they're depressed. Next thing you know, they're on a pot full of drugs, which are just more toxins, adding to the toxic load in the body, which means the power plants, your mitochondria, are producing lower levels of energy, and they're getting sicker quicker as they get on all these drugs. A simple, simple way to correct all this is to go on a ketogenic eating program. Now, it's helpful to go on 
go, go on a program like this when you have other people following the program as well, particularly your spouse. And there are various ways you can, uh, you can support being on this kind of program and learn about it. Obviously, one of the, one of the key ways is to do some research online. You can go and, and, and research That's online a about book. a ketogenic eating program, but it'd be good to join a group of individuals. So tell us what you formed here at the Hotsey Health and Wellness Center. Sure. So if you search on Google for Hotsey Keto, K-E-T-O, club, you can find us. We're on, uh, it's a group supported on the Hotsey Health Facebook page. And uh, this group is encouraged to be interactive. So we love to see people post up pictures or recipes that they are using in their keto eating lifestyle. I personally post uh, pretty frequently because I'm so enamored of uh, eating ketogenically. And so there are tips and tricks there this podcast will appear there eventually. And uh, one of the goals for Hotsi Keto Club is to get Dr. Hotsi a little bit more involved in some Facebook Live uh, postings on either what he, any new research that he's seen on ketogenic <coughs> eating. Another thing we haven't mentioned but uh, is really important in the keto lifestyle community is pairing your ketogenic eating, which you can do once you have um, convinced yourself that it's worth giving it a shot and you have uh, surrounded yourself with some of the things that you will need. So you'll need some, I think you'll need some cheese. You might need some nuts or some avocados or something that is uh, easily able to be adopted into your daily eating program and doesn't require a lot of um, advanced preparation. So once you get a few days under your belt in consuming most of your calories from fat, and you can see that you feel better, not worse, then you can get to this point where you can add in some intermittent fasting. And Dr. Hitsu, you might want to talk just a little bit about that and how much more quickly you can get into ketosis if you uh, pair it with some intermittent fasting. Well, intermittent fasting could be starting with something as simple as an 18-hour fast where you eat only dinner. And you don't eat any, or that's a 24-hour fast. You don't eat anything uh, until dinner at night. Or maybe you only have breakfast and you eat nothing for 24, the rest of the 24 hours till the next day. I have done this for several years now. All I have in the morning is a cup of coffee with some um, whole cream in it. You can, I, even better than that would be to use uh, MCT oil, which is coconut oil. Put a tablespoon of that in your coffee or a tablespoon of butter. I use whole cream. Just put whole cream in there, whole whipped cream, about a tablespoon or two in there. And that gives me my fat in the coffee. I drink that. That's all I eat. That's all I have uh, all day long is that, is that cup of coffee. And then at night, I'm not even hungry. And then we'll have a nice salad with a lot of olive oil on it and some balsamic vinegar. It's a great salad. You can chop up spinach, chop up broccoli. You can have kale. Um, put a number, number of different greens in there. Add uh, some chopped pecans to that. I put one, two, or three, or four maybe raspberries on top of it, and then I just pour on the olive oil and I, and I pour on the uh, balsamic vinegar. Then we have some vegetables, green vegetables, asparagus, broccoli, spinach. You can have mustard grains. You can have Brussels sprouts. Steam them. Pour hot butter on those, whole butter. And then eat a little bit of meat. We're talking about you can eat meat on this program. 
This isn't a paleo program. We don't recommend a lot of meat because when your body doesn't get sugar through the simple carbohydrates and through sugar or through uh, simple sugar like sucrose, table sugar, or from the fruits, your body is going to want to get some glucose. And so what it does, it takes the meat. If you eat more than four ounces of meat, it will take that excess meat and it will convert it to sugar. It's called gluconeogenesis. This happens in the liver. You make sugar. So if you eat a lot of protein, you're going to convert that to sugar and you're not going to go into ketosis. You're not going to be burning your ketones. You're going to be burning sugar from the protein. So that's very important to remember. But that's what, it, that's what I do. And my wife, Janie, she'll go on two- and three-day fasts. Now, I'll tell you, she had uh, on a heart scan, which I recommend everybody have a heart scan done. If you're over 40, get a heart scan to see if you've got any calcification in your arteries, and that'll tell you whether or not you have coronary artery disease or not. We did that with my wife, Janie, and we found out that she had some calcification in her arteries. And she got really serious on about her eating program and on her vitamins and minerals, uh, and she lost about 25 pounds. She fasted three days a week for six weeks, and then she dropped back to one to two days a week, and her calcium score dropped by 25% within nine months, which is really remarkable. So you can, you can prevent uh, atherosclerosis, which is hardening of the arteries from calcification, and that's what the only way you can find out if you have any calcified arteries is you do a heart scan, and we do that here at the OC Health and Wellness Center. I can't tell you how important it is to do that. I have seen, so one young man who was 37 heard me talk about uh, coronary artery disease and calcification of the arteries and how important it was to have a heart scan. He decided he was going to get that anyway, and he did, uh, even though he was only 37, and he had a high score on his heart scan. So it takes about 25 years to cook a heart attack, and we found out. Uh, and he was cooking one. Now, it wouldn't have shown up maybe for another 10 or 15 or 20 years, but he was cooking it. And then we saw another gentleman um, who was 62, and his heart scan showed a score well into the thousands, which was severely high. Uh, and it's a shame that he hadn't had that done earlier, so he could have adopted a more uh, a ketogenic eating program and got on vitamins and minerals to help uh, prevent him from getting heart disease. He he was cooking a heart attack, and it, and it was getting pretty well cooked. And remember, heart attacks are silent killers. So anyway, the ketogenic eating program can help lower your your uh, to- overall bad cholesterol and raise your good cholesterol. And I might say, in your case, Monica, your HDL, which is considered the good cholesterol, is the highest I've seen. It's like 113. It's ridiculously high. I like to win. Cl- <laughs> highest uh, HDL I've ever seen. And her LDL is very low, so uh, she has no, on a heart scan, she's got no calcification yeah. in her arteries. So she's not cooking a heart attack, and she's not, a heart attack is not going to be. That's uh, not going to be part of my health history. Yeah, it's not going to be part of her health history at all, and she'll, she'll not have a heart problem. Well, and I would like to say, Dr. Hootsie, just for any listeners who might have these same concerns, I was concerned about three main things start launching off on this style of eating, and all of those ended up being unfounded. One, I was afraid that eating a lot of fat, 70% fat, was going to make me fat because that is what I was raised to believe. And like I said, I'm in my late 50s now, so there are lots of years of programming on that. That did not happen. I have lost weight or maintained the same body weight for a year and a half eating ketogenically. The second thing I was concerned about was that 
my overall cholesterol level would be raised. And that has not borne out. If anything, my HDL, as you mentioned, right. has gotten higher. And then the, the final thing, I'm, I exercise a lot, and I was concerned that eating, not having glucose, not having carbs in my eating program would hinder my ability to have enough energy to make it through a long run. And interestingly enough, not only is that not true, and not only have I found it easier to sustain my energy when I'm exercising, but also do, changing nothing, my uh, performance, the time that it takes me to accomplish the run has lowered fairly dramatically. And I, the only thing I can attribute it to, it's my own analysis, but the only thing that has changed is my eating, eating, program. eating program. So, And listen, if you like sweets, I'm going to tell you, you can, you can still have sweetener, and the sweetener you should use is stevia which is from the stevia leaf, which is a plant that grows wild in Central, I'm sorry, in South America. And it's wonderful. It tastes just like sugar, and but it doesn't raise your sugar levels. If you have diabetes, you can have it. And it's not, a, it's a natural, it's a natural sugar type molecule, but that doesn't raise your sugar levels in your body at all. So it's, it uh, can be used if you're, as I said, if you have diabetes. And it's so much better than taking the pink or the or the blue or the uh, yellow artificial sugar bags that you have at a restaurant. They ought to be having stevia everywhere. We carry that here. You can also have xylitol or erythritol mm-hmm. are also safe to have if you uh, if you if you're trying to keep your if you're on a ketogenic eating program and want something sweet. Right. One thing you can find on Hotsey Keto Club is a recipe for the best ketogenic cheesecake ever and it does feature stevia as well as real cream cheese well, Mon- well monica thank you for joining us and telling us your story about your ketogenic eating program and thank each one of you now if you want more information about ketogenic eating why don't you just google hotsey keto k-e-t-o club and go to it and sign up and get on the uh get in the group get on the bandwagon as I like to say, while the liberals are getting themselves <laughs> high, us conservatives are going to get ourselves healthy so we can make America great again, right? <laughs> and great. the ketogenic eating program is a great way to do that. So if you have any questions and you'd like to come in and help us coach you onto that path of health and wellness naturally, just give us a call here at Hochi Health and Wellness Center, 281-698-8698. It's Dr. Hochi saying thank you for joining us today on Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. A special thanks to Physicians Preference Pharmacy, formerly Hotsey Pharmacy, proud sponsor of Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution podcast. Information provided on this radio program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. 
Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution radio program advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this radio program is at the listener's discretion.